Ronald Reagan faced so many like so many poor people. Poor people. Like literally. Yeah. <laughs> and figuratively. Talk about moist trickle down. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. <laughs> Killing it. Oh, what a we good are. day. It is actually, it was a pretty, it's been a pretty solid week, I'd say, right? The The sun was out more than it's been. It was oh, yeah. mid forties in Chicago, so that's thong weather. It, it is. That is booty shorts weather. The um the snow is melting. Yeah. Oh my god. My snow my, you know my car was buried under like several feet of snow because we didn't clean it. So it just like kept piling up. <laughs> yeah, that was whenever I'd go walk around or as I would like leave if I had to drive to work, mm-hmm. I was like, man. The like some of these cars could not physically leave, even if they had gotten all the snow off. And like that, that's ice. You don't have the shovel to chip away at that. I yeah, saw that some, was my car. I saw some city worker with a legitimate like propane torch to melt the ice on the sidewalk so that the drain was clear. So it it if when the ice melted, it would have a place to go. Oh my god, that's crazy. We 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 finally started to clean it off. Um, I guess it would have been Sunday we did it, and people were, like, driving by and laughing at us because we were, like, trying. We didn't have a proper snow shovel. Um, We didn't realize there was one in the basement of our apartment, so we Evan went out to go get one. But he couldn't find the ruler anymore at Lowe's, so he got, like, a regular garden shovel. So he's using a garden <laughs> shovel trying to, like, shovel us out. And then I had, like, the little uh, the brush thing and the chipper to try to, like, chip ice off. Yeah. So car- cars were literally driving by and laughing at us because we were, like, trying to chip away but jokes on you, motherfuckers, it went up to 45 degrees and all that snow melted, baby. So guess who can drive her car? I can. <laughs> so jokes Dick. on you, anonymous Chicago people. Yeah, we're on you, anonymous Chicago people. Yeah, man. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. It's been a good week. Uh, Like I said, nothing, nothing fantastic. It's just been pleasant. I've just not cared about things. I made some pad thai today. It is pretty Ooh. pretty good. You know, Fancy. like sometimes you just want. Really, it all just stems from me wanting noodles and peanut sauce, which is okay. Calling it pad thai is a loose interpretation. It was most of what any people would loosely call pad thai, which is just peanut butter and noodles. <laughs> Mm, I think you just took a jar of peanut butter and we're eating. I did literally (laughs) just put raw (laughs) raw spaghetti into a jar of peanut butter and just started licking it off. It's like, mm, pad thai. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, you want some pad thai? I mean, you could work for Bon Appetit. You know, they don't don't like non-white people anyway. So you could just be like, oh, Bon Appetit's take on pad thai. And it's just like a jiff with some spaghetti sticking out of it. That'd be a good... Like McSweeney's article or some shit. <laughs> it would be. It'd be like ten uh, recipes. I don't know. I, I, don't, I clearly. <laughs> It'd be ten <laughs> recipes. <laughs> I just like sometimes I just give up in the middle of a joke. Like 
You yeah, know? you know, <laughs> that's my favorite like, type of joke is like when you realize it's a flop before you even finish it, but you were so confident at the get go that you didn't stop yourself from saying it. Yeah, I do it all the time on this podcast in particular. I'm sure whoever's <laughs> listening knows. I oftentimes start a bit. And I'm like, you know, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> well, you you know. How how are you besides flopping on this podcast in this moment? I'm doing fine. I had a big burst of energy, as I told you earlier, and was pretty productive today. So I'm doing well. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. Spooky Squad, Sonique's productivity. You get to reap the benefits of Sonique's productivity. If I could show you the the document she's shown me with future plans, you'd you'd fucking die. Yes, yeah, our plans for world domination, aka movies we're going to watch for this podcast. The loose a- correlation <laughs> with world domination and movie <laughs> podcasting. You, you know, it was fun. I liked putting together that list, and I hope that you guys enjoy what we have cooking up because we got a lot of scary shit in the pipeline. Well, you know what's scary, funny? Your tweets. Where can we find these? That was a pretty good you one. Can, yeah, that, was, that was good. Um, you can find me at say underscore anything. That's S-E-Y underscore anything. If I have some, we have some new listeners, I hope, because and I'm going to shout it out. I'm going to shout you guys out, but also shout this out in the hopes that people listening will also go watch this. This week, I was on an episode of Moy Meets World. It is a Twitch show. Um, hosted by Krista Moy, who is a new friend of mine and also very funny. So if you're here from that, thank you for joining Weed Eye First and joining the Spooky Squad. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. But if you are just hearing about this, go download st- uh, Twitch. It's under the Source Stream channel, Moy Meets World. Krista has a really great show. She talks to um, a bunch of lady comics and I had so much fun listening uh, or being on her show rather so go check that out check out my episode we had a good time talking about spooky sneaks the good kind of pot like the like a, a guest where she just listens she's like that was a really fun listening it's like you should have spoke sneak no i just like i just I, I say i give one word answers and i just stare at them <laughs> yeah Wait, they any actually, more questions <laughs> they asked me on the show because of my piercing gaze basically um but andrew where can the people find you on the internet oh you can find me on the the twitter at andrew underscore on underscore drums you can also follow this podcast on instagram and twitter at we die first pod we post what we're doing we post dumb things we infrequently ask for suggestions we sometimes get them contribute to that list Yes, contribute to that list. You can also contribute to the podcast. We got the link there via Anchor. You can give us a little bit of money if you want to. If you've got it, we get it. It's a hard time for a lot of people. So if you don't have it, that's okay. But if you do and you like to share it, you can go ahead and click on the link in the um, episode description and toss a couple of dollars because podcasting does actually cost money. The Wi-Fi for the... The The emotional labor is intense. Emotional labor. The equipment. I might need some new headphones because these ones are like... There's like the exposed wire. Ooh, yeah. That sounds like (laughs) you need some new headphones. I don't know when it happened. It's not a lot. It's a little bit. But I was like, one day I was like, oh shit. Like, these are breaking. 
<laughs> so I will need new headphones and stuff. So um, yeah, if you guys want to support the podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But if you won't, can't do it financially, like I said, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast because that helps with the algorithms when people search it. Ours comes up first. There's another show called We Die First. Fuck them. We're the better version, <laughs> but we gotta beat them. So you gotta you gotta do the thing yeah. so that we we show up when you Google us. Ours is the first, not them. Yeah, you show up so we can show up. It's mm-hmm. mutually beneficial. Yes, it's still Black mm-hmm. History Month, so I'm pretty sure the hosts of the, that podcast are white. So you do the math. Yeah, <laughs> we should be supporting here. Us, um, but speaking of white people. <laughs> Um, we <laughs> we watched some bad shit white people, rich ones, the worst kind of white people, rich white people oh in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, this was, peak, uh, and this was this wasn't like early e- like this was late eighties. So yeah. like they had they had fully come into their own, you know, like parachute yes. pants and the shit hair. Very gaudy, um, tacky, tacky, tacky decor. Lots of coke. You don't see any coke in this movie, but you know it's being had. Oh, it's there. It's there. Like, I can feel its spirit. Um, we watched the 1989 uh, horror film. Duh, it's a horror podcast. Movie, <laughs> uh, Society, um, directed by Brian Yuzna. Yuzna? Who also... Uh, he also worked on Reanimator, and um, he was a co-writer on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I can see that now. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't no, at all. <laughs> this movie stars Billy Warlock, Devin DeVasquez, Evan Richards, and Ben Meyerson. And it's about a young man uh, growing up in Beverly Hills with his very rich family who starts to suspect that something is not right with his family and his community i thought something was not right when i the whole movie i'm like is that charlie sheen is that a young charlie sheen the whole movie i thought billy warlock was charlie sheen oh you thought that was charlie sheen oh i wish it was charlie charlie uh charlie sheen oh man this guy in this i i like the overall acting of this guy, I mean, I thought it was, you know, it's whatever, but it's like, he was like, the premise is that he's paranoid, or he's being dismissed as paranoid over mm-hmm. these happenings, and he's yes. very, and he's very, very, he acts, and you know, you're like, this is expressive, okay, but then as shit starts going crazy, he's, he's pretty mellow, and I'm like, I'm like, this isn't blowing your fucking mind right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is You're the totally lamest right. you've been acting. <laughs> if anything, it's like his energy de- like depleted over the movie. Yeah. And it was like, I feel like you should be more frightened or or maybe he's just like um Maybe he was just so worn shit out. Is, yeah, shit's so crazy, he's just like, I don't even know anymore. Like there's all kinds of stuff in this. Um f- uh fair warning, if you are gonna watch this movie, it's it's actually in a lot of streaming platforms. It's on Shudder. Um this podcast is not um Sponsored by Shudder, but Shudder should totally sponsor us because you can watch so many cool horror movies on Shudder for like $7 a month. But um, it's on Shudder. I think it's on like Prime. It's on a lot of places. It's in a lot of streaming stuff. But if you're going to watch this, if you are squeamish, it's not for you because it's a pretty gross movie. <laughs> Slow burn though to get gross. 
Yes, it's a slow burn, but when it, when it happens, One, it's once it hits, pretty fucking nasty. <laughs> if you don't like the uh, like weird squishy sounds, because it's once it starts, it's constant for like half this, an hour. This is a very moist movie. <laughs> it's it is so moist. This is the moistest movie I've ever watched in my life. It's like you know those jars of like. Gack, do you remember that? Or it's yeah. like that putty, and then you'd always shove your hands in it and be like, <laughs> it's like that. It's a half an hour of Gack. It really is. Um, but the, so the movie starts off in like a dream sequence. Um, we we meet our main character, Bill Whitney. He's at home and he's he's being chased by chase or he's pursuing something. He's he's very creeped out in this house. It's dark. At one point, he's holding a knife and he's holding it by the blade. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it kind of it 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 comes into play later. Like he does it later in the movie, and he actually cuts himself. But it was like a bizarre like, was that a choice or was that just an accident? Like, why is he holding the knife that way? <laughs> he's distraught. That's like that's not how you hold a knife. Um, yeah, so he's being like followed by something in his house, and it's it's empty house. He's calling out for his family, but there's also like. The weird noises, like a weird squelching, but also like buzzy, like bug kind of chittering noise that's like happening. So it's like, what the fuck? But it's a dream. And we cut into our, um, well, this part is is, is actually, there's gross stuff in the beginning of the movie because we have the opening title sequence and it's a weird like orgy of bodies, just like. But like just loose enough that you're like, I can tell those are bodies, but, and I know it's gross. But I don't know what's happening. It it looks like people. I thought everyone was just like covered in mud, like yeah. or clay or some shit. It's not clear what it is. It's just like ew. Like everyone's wet. <laughs> everyone <laughs> just is like, just and like just like writhing around and it's like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And you got the sense like it was it was a pleasure time situation, and I'm like what pleasure do you derive just right I mean, like like they, little, were, they were liking it but i we weren't the, just, the you know, they're like little it. piggies in their little mud pit just <laughs> rolling around but yeah. they i don't know i mean i suspect that pigs have find a lot of pleasure and joy in doing that but then it like uh we <laughs> we get billy talking to his psychologist and he's just like, mm-hmm. you're fucking paranoid, Billy. Like, why would you think your parents are crazy or some shit? And he bites into an apple and it's just like infested with worms. And then so we get him playing. Then it cuts to him at his mansion playing basketball. That was also a dream, right? Probably. Because it was in that the was same part sequence. Of the dream? Yeah. Okay. Because it was okay, before the, the credits of the, the writhing uh, mud sex pool. But... Yes. um. So he's Billy's playing basketball with um what's his Milo. friend's name? Yeah, Milo. And they're like, Oh this guy um, you know, shows up and it's the sister's ex boyfriend, um uh Blanchard, that's his name. So mm-hmm. Blanchard, and they're like, Oh, Blanchard's here. And then we get the scene of the sister getting dressed and then this guy <laughs> hiding in her closet <laughs> he's just like in the fucking closet and like um well you know i 
I've never seen this movie, so I was very like unclear of like what is going on because he's hiding in the in the closet. He jumps out, and of course she's like screaming and stuff. So then Billy comes inside, and it looks like he's like, trying to assault her. I was like, and that's gonna- but the whole exactly, and the whole time yeah. he's like. Like, you know, he puts his hand over her mouth. He's like, no, 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 no. It's like, we just have to talk. I know. It's like, this is really important. He's like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Which is, if someone were to burst out of my closet now, put their hand over my mouth and say, don't freak out, I'd be calm. <laughs> so I just, just looked her. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> that really scared. That freaked me out. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, if that guy would have. Door, closet door is like slightly open. So I'm like. Okay. <laughs> and it was closed like five seconds ago, so that's fucking crazy. Shut up, Aunt Andrew. Don't play with me right now. Don't play with me, okay? I got this fucking glass bottle. I said, I'm going to crack skulls. Do not jump on that. Do not jump on that closet, boy. Like, okay? Um, I'm anxious, so don't – I'm not the kind of person you should ever sneak up behind because I am constantly in fight or flight, so I will – Start flailing my arms. Flailing, but also running away. The perfect combination of fight and flight. Yeah, I'm fight and flight. So I'm like doing like karate chops, but like like <laughs> running. <laughs> so. She's you can't see it right now yet, but she's doing the YMCA. That's what she's doing right now. Are the fastest hands this side of the Mississippi. Anyway. <laughs> Could you guys hear that wind? That's my arms like Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. The, the end of that. So he's freaking out, or she starts freaking out. So Billy comes in, and Blanchard is taken away. Like they kick him out of the house because he's, he's like, I gotta tell you something. But he leaves, and it's um, we we meet Billy's parents, who are like very like important to note. They live in this gigantic house. Like it's a beautiful like fucking palace in Beverly Hills. So they're very rich people. And um, we meet their parents who are also very rich and she-she. Everyone's dressed up. Um, and they're dressed up to take uh, his sister, Jen. Was her name Jenny? Yeah, that sounds about right. Jenny. It's um, Jenny's coming out party. It's her debutante party. And right out the gate when we meet the Whitney, Mr. and Mrs. Whitney, there is a, a, a palatable sexual tension between the parents and the daughter. Oh, Yeah. Cause like they're they're like oh like you look beautiful darling and the the dad just like they just look at each other a little bit too long like not in like the normal dad looking at like oh isn't she grown up like in that love like oh my daughter's a, a, a woman now it was more like my daughter's a woman now. it was like a really fucking creepy and it was, was like, kind of like like an Alabama <laughs> father stare you know yeah I was like you guys are gonna fuck and mom's cool with it too like they, all three of you oh, guys yeah. are like we're gonna fuck and yeah. Billy is kind of like. And they're also just, so that's weird, but then they're also, you know, it hits that weirdness right off the bat with both kids, because with Billy, they're just like, they ask, it's like, where are you off to? He's like, we're going to the beach. They're like, okay, bye. And then they just leave. Like, he, they asked how he was doing, but then basically left immediately after asking him. They're like, we don't Yeah, it's like, we don't it's care. It's very obvious that, like, Jenny is, like, the favorite. Billy's just, like, their other son, like. Yeah, you know, like because he and he. The thing is about Billy, and, and it's what stands out about how like dismissive they are of him. He's like a successful teenager. He's not like just like a bum who's like, oh, Jenny's like the perfect daughter, and he's like the loser. Like he's in like the debate basketball. team, he's a basketball team. He's like a debate team. Like he's also like a well-rounded kind of like uh, all-American teenager. So it's very, it's it really does stand out that they are so like whatever about him because he's like. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, like a good teenager. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is this where we get them? They're at school, and mm-hmm. he's. It's a debate for who's going to be class president, and he's yes. arguing with like the nerd. And then we just get shot to this girl in the front in a dress, like spreading her legs to di- like distract him, and it's working. Yeah. And his girlfriend's getting upset because she realized yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, she was she was doing the full um, what's that movie called with Sharon Stone? I don't remember, but I know what you're when talking. she wears that white dress and she opens her legs and she shows her her cooch. Basic Instinct, mm. which came out later than this movie. So Basic Instinct stole that from this because she does the same thing. She like opens her leg and like is like trying to distract like the um, the cops or the interrogators or something. But she's doing that. And like this, yeah, like you said, the girlfriend season. She's like the girlfriend's like this like ditzy blonde type cheerleader. But it's very it's made very clear like this girl is part of like this cool clique. Like yeah. there's definitely this like, clique of. It's it's odd because this movie takes place in Beverly Hills, but when they do like the wide shots of the audience, it's a very diverse school. Yeah, that's what I thought, and that is also the only (laughs) diversity you truly see in this movie is in their fucking prep school. I also and also you know for like a Beverly Hills like loaded high society school, it looked it was Rydell High again. It was better than the Ohio (laughs) Rydell High from the faculty, but you know. Yeah, it definitely was like it was wanting in terms of um, maybe some fresh paint. It just needs to, like a little fresh paint, perhaps. Um, so yeah, so we 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 get that with the with the debate team stuff. Um, is this when we when he goes to the beach? Is the well, so bit, before or? he gets to the beach, he goes into this is a weird scene all the way any way you slice it, but it. Uh, but it's because he's like, I'm going to the beach. I need some suntan lotion. So he goes oh, into yeah. Jenny's room. And uh-huh. then he like, Jenny. And for some reason, he was like really shocked that she was showering and not responding to him. Like, I would have just like, you know, family. You walk into the bathroom. You're like, I'm getting what I need. And you leave. But mm-hmm. he seemed like distraught that she wasn't acknowledging him. And then goes into the bathroom. And it looks like she's cleaning, like she's cleaning her ass but like her full torso was turned around in the shower because mm-hmm. you're like that's her butt, and those are those are those are her titties, and then that's... so he opens the <laughs> he opens the shower, and of course you know she's normal like get out of here. He's like and he's just staring. He's like I, I I just needed this. I just needed this, and she's like leave. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the most normal part of the movie is when he opened oh the yes shower. her reaction was the most normal part but i think i like the way that that's done because it happens more than once where he sees people's bodies in very odd positions mm-hmm. and it takes a while for you to even notice it because with the with the shower scene i was like it's it's i guess because it's, it's like your brain right like you were used to seeing the human body it's almost like that thing where like um humans look for like recognizable faces so, like how if you look in like the the outlet how you see like a face it's like we just do yeah. that so when you look at anything that looks like seemingly human your brain almost just fills in what it's supposed to look like so when something is off it takes you a moment to realize like oh that's wrong because when she was in the shower i was like oh she's just showering and i was like wait her boobs 
but her butt. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, wait, it, it's it like was- her body is fucked up. <laughs> it was really unsettling. And it happens again, I think, when he's hooking up with that girl yeah. where it's also kind of weird. And you're like, her body should not do that. It was like slightly yeah. off, though. But um, yeah, so he goes to the beach and he's with his uh, his hot blonde girlfriend. And they're hanging out like sun. They're like making out on the beach like full on. There's a lot of like a lot of heavy petting in this movie. Yeah. Um. You know, it's the 80s. It's it's all about like the kind of jiggle TV, like a lot of boobs, a lot of like hard bodies and bathing suits. Um. So they're hang. They're like you know making out and stuff, but. They're also seeing the other cool kids from the school, um, led by this guy named Ted, Ted Ferguson. Ted who's Ferguson. Like, Ted fucking that Ferguson. son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like the best shunter in this town. <laughs> um, he, uh, you know, he like leads this like p- this band of kids who like are like in a cabana or something. They're just like in this fucking cabana in this private beach that they yeah. all hang out. They're rich. They're rich people. We're not used to that shit. We're used. To, I'm used to like a dusty umbrella <laughs> beach. Like you a get an cabana. umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is just like you know the girlfriend wants to like get us invited to that party, and he's just like that that rich prep school boy. I'm gonna say that even though it clearly wasn't a prep school. And he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, is there any? Is, is there anything going on this week? Is there something going on this week? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll keep you posted. I'll telegraph you later. <laughs> Fuck off, Ted. But yeah, then he's also- not, he's he's like too ugly to be like that. He wasn't even yeah. high. It's like you're ugly, Ted. <laughs> and and also in this scene we get um we get that woman the C name that Clarissa. Yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa. So the girl who had um who was spreading her legs. Yeah, yeah. You know, she was like Spread no bra, girl. no panties, no bra, no panties. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> we meet her again at the beach and we meet her mom. And at the what time we don't know that? that's her mom. Yeah. I thought it was going to like come into play at some point and it does not. It literally never comes into play. So we, this- yeah, we were right. We don't know it's his, her mom yet, but it's just like this it's clearly a man in drag who's supposed to be like the, a woman. And, um, but she just, like, is kind of, like... She only grunts and stuff and is, like, yeah. just blank stared, like, Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's, like, a, like a, like a golem or something. It's really yeah. weird. Like, it was odd, and it's, it, there's no payoff in it. She just yeah, exists. at all. She exists. And I hate that. And, like, doesn't even... Yeah, she doesn't help the plot in any way, shape, or form. Not in any way. And it's also not funny enough for it to even be in it. Like, I think they were trying to go for, like, a cheap laugh of, like, oh, look at this, like, ugly woman. But, like, okay. Like, make her do something. I don't know. Like, (laughs) make her important in some way. Right. (laughs) At least make her show up in the end, like, at the party. She doesn't even, like, she just is around. It was weird. Yeah. I don't like it. But after this, we get... We get Blanchard comes back and he's just like, I need to talk to you, Billy. And this, I, I think, went as well as it could because he's like, I need to show you something. And they go to like a, a pier secluded. That is the theme of this movie, too, is it's like, I need to tell you something. All right. Tell me. No, 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 no. Not here. Let's go to a, a second location. Basically. <laughs> and, he's, and he shows him that he like he tells him that he Blanchard bugged his parents car and his sister's earring and he plays them a recording and it just sounds like it's her debutante coming out thing but it's clearly Mm -hmm. them just all fucking like 
and it's the parents like very yes. clearly it's very blatant yeah it's like oh oh jenny your your titties are coming in so nicely yeah your dad will love it or like so like, fuck, I'm like yeah. oh my god uh. it's so gross and it's like yeah it's very obvious that everyone's just like fucking like not just not just she and her parents but like everyone at this party is just having like an orgy yeah um and yeah but you bill, know but bill is more upset that they he bugged the house and not like the content of the but, video the audio it seemed, seemed like you know yeah he was gonna kick his ass but then he kind of you know because this is also what he's been saying because there was a a bit when he was at uh at his therapist and mm-hmm. he was saying um he was saying yeah like i'm gonna win this debate i'm really pr- like i'm happy i'm i'm feeling good and he's like so how does your family think about this is like i don't know you know like whatever i exist they exist we're fine we're the perfect family it's like so you don't think they're like plotting and incestuous and he's like he's like well only just a little it's like i know you're being facetious but i also think you believe it so that that proves this point though because this came after that so he just kind of pushes blanchard down and he takes the tape out of the recorder and throws the recorder to him. He's like, I'm taking this. And then he runs mm-hmm. to the, the therapist's house in the middle of the night. And he tries really hard to get him to listen to it while he's there. Or to, like, bring it to his session next time. And he's just like, no, 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 no. Just, I need you to listen to this. I trust you. And then he comes back. um, And it's fucking, <laughs> like, just a normal recording of, like, it's the coming out party. Nothing nefarious here. Daughter <laughs> whom I'm not sexually attracted to. Walk this way. <laughs> well, it's also important to note that before this happened, or it, it kind of interspersed, we see the parents meeting with like the judge. Like it's like yeah. it's we meet other members of this um elite of this social group of class. people, this elite. Yes. Like the judge is there. Like there's definitely other people who are mixing in they they're we find like we learn pretty early on that they're suspicious of blanchard because they find um the daughter's earring and it has a little thing in it and that's yeah. like the bug and that's also so delightful like, too right because she's like there's something wrong with my clasp so she obviously she had worn it normally with this mm-hmm. and then the dad just goes well this is this is a microphone like unless did you get rich <laughs> like in the transmitter business there's no fucking way you just saw there's no that way and knew you what would that know was. that also it's 1989 so i guess they're all rich i was like how did he even get a microphone like maybe that? maybe like, that they grade. own radio shack maybe <laughs> he just knows all things <laughs> he's a radio like, shack air <laughs> yeah, he's got that 1989 radio shack money which at the time to, was good i used to love radio shack when i was like a kid oh yeah the radio show was my favorite store. It was only where I lived. It was only in the mall. And we <laughs> would see like commercials for Radio Shack. And then when we get to the mall, we're like, we got to go to Radio Shack. And then I never needed anything there. I'm just like, oh, electronics. Oh, you don't ever need anything at Radio Shack. Well, you never needed because it does not exist anymore. Like you didn't need anything from Radio Shack. You just wanted things like I would go. And I would play on the like keyboards and stuff. I actually got a keyboard. Oh from yeah, there. Yes. yeah. Santa got, got me a keyboard like... from Radio Shack once. Like yeah, even had Radio Shack on it. 
I was like, yeah, it's cool. I used to play. Uh, I remember I had like a – I wish I still had it. It was like a full keyboard and I got like music books. So I actually learned how to play the keyboard. I probably could still play a little bit. Not well, but I learned how to play um, different songs. I remember I would play the uh, My Heart Will Go On <laughs> all the time. I was like eight. <laughs> I was like, yes. It was like, I'm Celine. And I was like, I'm Celine. I am Celine. <laughs> I'm Celine Dion and I would just play all day. It was so fun. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so the the uh, other adults are definitely on to something. Like something is up. Um, I would like to say, though, yeah. going back to the fake orgy recording. Well, I, we mm-hmm. do find out it's real. It happened. But anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been just really fun. <laughs> To be the actors that had to record just the vo- the vocals for that scene. Because they're like, hey, we need you to just record. We need all of you to just huddle around this mic and just start making sounds. And then these <laughs> these five people closest to the mic will say dialogue. But you just have to be in the background screaming and moaning. <laughs> I feel like that would be hilarious. Oh, I'm sure it was so fun. Like, you know, there was like... um. I love the idea of, like, maybe there's one person who's um, who's been in the business for a long time. They've done a lot of background noise or, like, um, oh, no, maybe it's the lady from The Exorcist who did the um, the demon voice for Pazuzu. Oh, yeah. And they, maybe they call her in and they're trying to reel her in because she's, like, going too scary and she's, like, doing the Pazuzu voice. And, like, no, like, we're trying to go more, like, kind of sexy, like, more, like, sex noises. <laughs> She's like, I got you covered. Ah. (laughs) The only voice gig she ever lost. Yeah, she's just like, ah. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, we're going for like horny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so that happens. And now Bill, so Bill is like, okay, some shit's going down because there's no way that like something something's been changed in this tape because i i know for a fact what i heard so he start he wants to search for blancher and he's like i need to get the other like the copy of it like maybe he has another copy like to, we need to get down to this but he finds a um a pretty horrific um accident and it's blanchard um they're taking a bot the paramedics are taking a body away that's covered in blood in a sheet and he goes up to the paramedic and says he's he dead, dead? <laughs> yeah <laughs> like sweetie I'm There's <laughs> blood everywhere. <laughs> yes, he's dead. every part he's of this interaction. In a sheet. <laughs> yeah, every part of this is crazy. Like that happens. There's a lot of weird moments like that too. There's also a moment when, like, the second time he goes to the therapist, and the therapist is like, "Billy, you are not well. Like, this is not this tape is not what you think it is." There's a bowl of carrots and celery. Yeah, on his desk, and it's just like a like stalks of of celery. Yeah, like the bad parts too. You know, like not yeah. like the heart. Of celery. Yeah, and there's like no dip or anything. It's not like it's crudités. It's just like and at like the the car crash, so Billy is like, is he dead? And that happens. And then he just goes, he sees his suitcase of tech where he's like, ooh, maybe the tape's still there. And he just goes and grabs it, which like smart, he should have grabbed it and ran, but then the cop just like goes and grabs it. He's like, This isn't a garage sale. And he's just like, well, this was my friend. You don't understand. You can't just take this. And I'm like, Billy, you got caught, so you can't take it now. But also, cop, just like, tell him it's a, it's a fucking scene. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a crime scene. Like, like Jesus, no, you dude. can't tamper with evidence. Like, 
I really like after this, though, you know, he goes home and he's just like, oh, like this really bad thing happened. And the parents already know, you know, it's like, oh, it's a shame that uh, that happened to Blanchard and like, whatever. It's like, it's not whatever. He's dead. And then he's his like, I know he you guys broke up on like kind of rough terms, but don't you feel anything? And she goes, I'm sad, but that's whatever and and that they but they were more interested that he got invited to ted ferguson's fucking party and then <laughs> the sister goes what are you gonna wear and he goes to the funeral she goes no you weirdo to the party <laughs> <laughs> which is like lovely um i mean the commentary is pretty obvious in this movie of like class and like the wealthy just seeing anyone who's not them as being disposable but it's a tale as old as time it's so relevant like watching it now especially just like in the state of the world today this is a movie i'd love to see remade i think it would be so cool in like especially with um it made sense for the 80s because this is like the reagan years and it's like all about you know spending and and wealth and just kind of ostentatious displays of wealth which i think has have come back especially in the age of like celebrity and influencer culture i would love to see this remade because i think it could be really cool to see it like today it's one of those few remakes where i'm like yes i love i want society to happen again because i think it's all very relevant and i think if anything it's more relevant today than it was then um and I say that because of the comp when she because she is so flippant about this death, not just because it's clearly yeah. a cover up, but also it's like, oh, like it's just some like he's not one of us, so like who gives a fuck? Like, why do you care? Yeah, about him it dying? was like, the character, it was very genuine how dismissive yeah. she was. It wasn't like, oh, we gotta change the subject. Yeah, she's like, no, it's a party. Our rich rich friends party. Don't you care? I noticed that? that's I noticed a than poor a person died, but a rich person's thriving. Like <laughs> Like, get with the winning team. Um, so <laughs> so Bill goes to this party hosted by Ted, and um he's he he finds Clarissa and you know, they're like partying and like dancing together and stuff. And he she learns her, her name, which I was like, did he not know her name this whole time? Aren't you guys all in the same school? Yeah, and it was like the magnetism was crazy, you know, it wasn't like a slow seduction, it was just like well, I notice you're here and my girlfriend isn't. Because she even says, aren't you going steady with her? And it's like, do you know my mom's maiden name too? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like she, she didn't say you couldn't try. She just wants you to know what's going on. She needs exactly. you to be aware. Yeah. And I mean, like the Clarissa's best friend is also there. Yeah, I mean, not Clarissa's best friend. Like the girlfriend's best friend yeah. is like there, just like and watching. She's just staring like, the whole time. Yeah, how do and how do you, <laughs> as a like Billy, you had to have been aware. Like you gotta, you gotta. If you're gonna be, if you're on some fuck shit, you gotta know what like spies are on the wall. You know, flies on the wall. And she's not even like trying to hide it. She's very blatantly she's just like standing ten there, ten feet away from covered. them. <laughs> she's like, just, like staring at him dead in the eye. Like, yeah, I see not you. hiding, I see you, Billy. <laughs> not hiding behind a bush. Damn near standing next to them, you know. She literally has like a full like camera and it's like flash photography. It's like <laughs> pictures. She's <laughs> telling him, "It's like, hey, can you turn this way? You're in some bad light. Find your light. Find your light." <laughs> uh, 
But uh, so he ends up, Billy ends up going into their cabana. cabana. (laughs) They're constantly just (laughs) Beverly Hills in the 80s was plagued with cabanas. There's always a cabana. Like, it's his party, but he's in his own like VIP cabana. Yeah, like, yeah and there's just like you your know friends like go out <laughs> with your guests. And he's you know because they're in high school, and he's just like there's just bottles of champagne and oysters on the half shell. Also, that was a thing his dad said. He was like about this party. Be careful with the drinking and driving. And I'm like, oh, 89. What a different era. Yeah, he's like not don't drink and drive. Just like. Be, you know, be careful. Don't do it too fast. Like, be slow. <laughs> Only one can be done fast. You're either drinking fast or you're driving fast, but never simultaneously. <laughs> wow. Spoken like a real Wisconsin-ner. wisconsin and Wisconsinite. Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Was, was, I called you a Wisconsin. That's just the name of the state. <laughs> um, that was a very lazy slur. <laughs> Wisconsin. Hey, Wisconsin. <laughs> Listen, I I didn't say I was a geographer. Um, so uh, yeah, so so he's in the cabana with the kids, and they all basically tell him like, "Yeah, we fucked your sister. Everyone here fucked your sister, and then we ate someone." Like, yeah, which one you bitch? They just like, stri- <laughs> and I do. I didn't expect like it this to happen. Like that they just straight up is like, "Yeah, this is." Everything that we're thinking happened. So then it's confirmed, but we still don't know how, which I was. So now I was for the rest of until we get to the point, I will admit I was so fucking curious. I'm like, okay, we know we know this shit's happening. What is happening? (laughs) Right. I've heard of this movie in the sense that like, oh, I knew like some weird shit happens with the rich. They're like, they're like maybe like aliens or something. I didn't know like the details of it. So I'm happy because I was also like. Okay, so like they, they, you guys are like in a sex club? Like what happened? But like, no, like they, they, they all stepped your sister and then like ate someone. Do they, do they admit to eating someone? I don't remember. Or just like we all just fucked. I think they all just said, yeah, we, yeah. we fucked your sister. And, um, Billy was oh, like, that, yeah, no, so- one of my sister. <laughs> yeah, my, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked my sister. <laughs> just, like, and then, him. you know, in, in stereotypical <laughs> high school rich cabana boy fashion. He just has like his two like drags grab him by the arm. It's like, if you mess if you mess with waves, Billy, you're gonna drown. And they throw him in the pool. And I was like, this is delightfully eighties shit so villain 80s. camp. Like you, yeah. This movie is very camp. Like you have to have like, oh, a little one liner so, for you to do anything. It's, it's so, so good. <laughs> yeah. So they throw him into the pool. And he gets out of the pool, and um, Clarissa's like, oh, like, let's get wet somewhere else. Yeah. It is, <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, wait, so they're going to go to another pool? <laughs> like, yeah. are, they gonna, I, are they going to get into the pool that she used to fill? I didn't know what was happening. I was like, so you guys are going swimming again? <laughs> She's also just delightfully only speaking in, like, sexual, campy innuendos, like... Yeah, she has no personality I, besides yeah, like, horny. <laughs> I don't have real dialogue. I will fuck you. Sounds good. Yeah, she's like, ooh, let's let's do something more sinister. And she means sex. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? We're going to watch a movie that hadn't been made yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hawk. Like, what? But <laughs> I've got I've got some uh, clams on the half shell for you, Billy. 
That's what I call my pubes. My cloister. My clunge. What are you talking about, honey? She also, and she's also. You're so weird. Before they go, because they go to her house, and then she's like flirting in like a very shit, because he's wearing a polo. Billy's wearing a polo, and she goes, You're dangerously close to losing this button. It's hanging on by a thread. And then she pulls it, and she goes, Whoops. And I'm like, Bitch, my clothes. Yeah, like you don't think I know that my my buds will fall off. I'm praying to God it stays on so I can get home. My mom can sew it on. Why would you pull it off? Like now I'm gonna lose the button. Yeah, it's hard it, to find buttons like that. But still, but somehow that move worked. <laughs> you know, she got. I mean, yeah. wouldn't it work though if you were a teenage boy and the girl's like, oh, 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 buttons popped off. Oh, sorry. Like that would work. I that would work. I mean, yeah, probably in the the end game, but in the moment, I think I would still be very much like it would have made it harder for her yeah. if I was because I'm like, I think I would have been just so off put by it. Like, why did you do that? I once get, got a friend to damage a boy's shirt. <laughs> is there, is um, there more to this? <laughs> You're just gonna leave it at that. I once got a man. I once got a friend of mine to commit vehicular homicide. I was, Next um, talking point. <laughs> moving on. Um, no, a friend of mine. So this is kind of similar to this of like girls being like, oh, let's do something crazy. I took your button, but like actually, it's like annoying. Like, why would you do that? I was hanging out with a friend. It was when I was studying abroad. And we were being very cliche and hanging out by the sun and drinking wine and stuff. It was it was so, like, out of a fucking movie. People were playing guitar. It was, I don't know what our lives were. So we were hanging out and we got drunk and we were hanging out with these guys who were, like, our um, French-English exchange, like, people. So, like, we were hanging out with them and their friends. And um, my friend was really drunk and – She's she was she's very um, susceptible to the power of suggestions when she's drunk. So I was so she had this like sweater she picked up off the ground, and I was like, I dare you to throw that into the river, right? It just was a sweater. I thought it was honestly, I thought it was a discarded sweater, like it just was there, like you know, just trash. It's like I dare you to throw that into the into the river, and she's like, no, and I was like, do it, I dare you. So she threw it in, and we saw it just kind of sink and go down the river, right? So like uh, like an hour later when we're ready like to leave or whatever, we were getting our stuff together and one of the guys is like, Where's my sweater? <laughs> the <little laughs> French guy. He was like, uh, more sweater. <laughs> we were like, oh shit. Sneak. And we never told him. <laughs> I really hope he's listening to this podcast right now. How fu- how funny would that be though? I mean it the, the odds are one in like however many humans exist in this world. And I doubt he is, but how great would yeah. that be? What are our metrics just, like, like in me... French, France? What do you mean? Like how many people are in France? L- listening to this podcast. We don't have any French listeners, bro. All right, cool. Well, you're safe. <laughs> You've lived another day. <laughs> <laughs> you get like, you'll, someone's going to hit up your DMs and be like, I want that sweater back. He's like, I want my 20 euro. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How'd you find my number? Um, <laughs> yeah, my my point of the story is that young women can be chaotic in that way. And well, if yeah. Sonic was this woman, she would have gotten that French guy to come to her house and fuck. And that's what Billy and Clarissa did. And then also Probably. Billy's 
girlfriend is just like they drive out to watch. <laughs> that was also the most realistic part of this movie is that like the friend found her like we have to, she's he's at his her he's at her house let's go and like drove past like yeah. I definitely done that with a friend before like let's drive past his house. <laughs> and this is when we and get- we didn't do anything we just sat outside and like yeah, yeah they just sat part. outside fuming and then they heard like someone and they're like oh we should go. Oh uh, no, they're like, who is that? Ooh, well, we should go. And then that who was that is Clarissa's fucking mom who comes and we're like, oh, that's who you are? And then they have a weird dynamic. It's like she acts, it's like sometimes she acts in ways that annoys me. Let's go fuck Well, she was like c- coughing up like a, a, a hair, a, a hairball, which I guess the implication is like the mom, because, because. The mom's a part of this thing, too. So she probably came yeah. back from one of the orgies, and she's coughing up whoever they just ate. So, like, that's it. But the thing is, like, it doesn't make – I don't understand why the, the, the mom is brain dead. Because she doesn't say words. She's just like, oh. Yeah. Ugh, and coughs and, like, goes – sorry for doing that into the mic. And it's probably really gross. But, like – and then she's like, yeah, I hate my mom. And I'm like – what is wrong with her? Is she okay? Like, she can have a TBI? Like, what happened she, to her? She hates her mom, and then the scene ends, and we move on. <laughs> like, kind of. It's so bizarre. Uh, yeah. Um. So, so I do he, have to say though. I do sorry. have to say because w- before that happens, Billy and Clarissa they're gonna get hot and heavy again. But she offers him tea, and she goes. How do you want your tea? Cream, sugar, or do you want me to pee in it? And I'm like, what the fuck is this girl's deal? I thought when she said that, it was because, like, um, maybe he was, like, kind of daydreaming. because so she was, like, just saying anything to see if he would notice. But I don't even know if that was what happened. I, I assumed that, but it wasn't clear that was happening. So I think she just wanted to pee in his cup. I just wanted to mention that. So, listeners, go go watch this movie for that mm-hmm. reason. No, there are, freak. there are other other merits to why you should watch this. Clarissa a freak, okay. She um, freak. So does she, so is it the next part when he goes to the funeral or Yeah, the, a Jewish funeral. So do you think there was significance in Blanchard being Jewish? That's because you know, it's because it was such a little moment, the funeral in and of itself was realistically uh-huh. just a minor moment. So then I was like yeah, like, is this a thing? Because, like, it's... I, so, I was... So, my... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, not to say... Like, obviously, every religion has burial rites and stuff. But, you know, yeah. like, if you're... You can just get away and not be seen as, like, insensitive or anything. If, if it was just a non-denominational or just, you know, a church mm-hmm. with a casket in it. You're like, okay. Or just a fucking room with a casket. But the making it with the Star of David up there, I was like, what are you trying to say? And it so could just I be was, whatever. But what So I, I think there's significance in it. Like I and it could be me reading into it. It could have just been a random choice, like, oh we'll just make him Jewish, like, I don't know, because there are Jewish people. He's just happens to be Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> But I, I think there's significance in it because he is the whistleblower in this situation, right? Yeah. It's like it's kind of the way you remember that, like, um, if you understand like the experience of Jewish people in America and in attempts to become upwardly mobile, how much they were also still, despite being wealthy in certain situations, not Jewish people, all Jewish people, I mean, like people, wealthy Jewish people mm-hmm. were still excluded from certain social circles. So like you okay. can be a super wealthy Jewish person 
and not be include accepted into like uh country clubs until some of them until like the 80s like they did not accept jewish members so i'm wondering if that was kind of a commentary on like maybe this yeah. person blanchard is is from the same space he's also wealthy but like but he's not a part he's not one of them like they're like they're specifically walking and they would say that too like didn't his people. parents the parents said that too is like he's not like and they would say that about like us like yeah. milo or milo or whatever it's like yeah because because i think it's a distinction of i think the the commentary about in this movie is well, obviously, class, I think even within class, like new money versus old money, because we find out that they've been around for so long. It's not just that they're rich. It's like they've been rich for a long time. These are yeah. a very specific type of like aristocracy versus, you know, and, it, and I think it makes it makes perfect sense that this movie would take place in Beverly Hills because it is a space where you do have the, the commingling of like new money and old money, right? Like mm-hmm. California, Southern Californians who were like just super struck rich and recently versus the ones who have been around forever. Um, I think there was something trying to be said here, but they just didn't, they didn't dig into it. But I think that that was, yeah. that was on purpose. No, I yeah. can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, it stood out to me because it was so like, oh, I think like, you know, like people make yeah. choices for a reason when they make these movies. There's it's not, nothing's ever like, well, some things are random, but you know, they usually aren't random. But also speaking about digging around, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're at the funeral and Billy's friend Milo, like he's like he doesn't look how I thought he would look, and fucking pokes his cheek, which caves in, and he's like, "Oh God, <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> like, he's like, ah. we, "We can't hide this. <laughs> this cheek is caved in." And that's when uh Martin, whatever his last name is, the debate guy, shows up, and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." But not here at a second location tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not here. The dead have ears too. Like, yeah. Okay. So um so Bill Billy goes to meet up with Martin, but finds him dead. He's got his throat cut. So it's like, oh shit, like Martin Martin's the next one. Martin's He's done. Dead and the weirdest like murder escape ever. This is this yeah. is the start of like Billy the acting just kind of being super casual like oh cuz he hears someone someone's clearly there the murder is still there and then he sees like a sweatshirt and then like he hears someone he turns around and the person just gently kind of palms his face <laughs> and he just like <laughs> sl- sl- like inconveniently stumbles back and then <laughs> like his and then the person grabs the the sweater and rubs it over his face so he can't see, and he just kind of like saunters away. Like he's not yeah. like a light jog away. He's very non-committal, like in this situ- for like a situation that's like needs commitment. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Alright. <laughs> uh, so um he reports uh this to the police. When the police show come back, the body is not uh Martin's body is not there. So and it's I mean a this movie is just and it's a different car. This entire movie is just gaslighting one-on-one. Yeah. Like, Billy's just being gaslit this entire time. So he goes to school, and he, it's time for him to do the debate. And he starts to freak out and, like, and be like, you know, Martin's dead. Like, there's some shit going down. He's, like, trying to, like, expose it. But then Martin shows up. And he's, yeah. like, real, like, real smug. Like, mm, problem, Billy? And the, the the rich clique are all laughing. Like, ah, we got you. Like, you fucking loser. Like, ah. So, um... 
Billy's just like, this This is bullshit. So he goes home. When he does get home, he's confronted um, with by his family, including his doctor. So it's like, oh, you know, it's very Rosemary's baby. Yeah. It's very like, you know, who can I trust? No one. Because everyone's like in cahoots with each other, including the doctor. Don't trust doctors. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Trust your doctor. Not during a pandemic. Trust your doctor right now. This is like the one time to do that. Oh, God. Um, I'm not trying to like spread information. So, Sonique's going to like get some D. You're going to go into your DMs after this. And it's like, yo, uh, I heard your I heard your podcast. And I heard you saying not to trust doctors. And we would really like you to join our anti-vaxxing mov- movement. Hmm. I'm like, hmm, that's pay any dues? <laughs> will you pay tax us? Will you, will you pay us? Yeah, will you sponsor the podcast? Is that like, like would an anti-vax organization sponsor the podcast if we say we're anti-vax? Just kidding. We're not sellouts. Anyway. We're not. We're but, not. We're not. I'm very pro vax. But speaking of vaccines, get as many shots as you can. Yeah, actually. Speaking of shots, this guy, the doctor, <laughs> fucking gives him a shot and knocks him out. And yes, he's full on drugs. And good fucking this best friend. We also have like this nice side B plot for no reason that like Milo feels like Billy's just being a bad friend to him. Because, like, oh, we find yeah. out some of the shit has just been him pranking him. Like, the minor shit to, that has nothing to do with the plot has just been him pranking him. He's like, you know, you you only treat me like a, a best friend when it's convenient for you. And he's like, I guess I could do better. And then they're tight again. <laughs> and and then so my, now Milo's his right-hand man, and he's, like, following. He's like, oh, shit, Billy's drugged and being loaded into an ambulance. So he follows him to the hospital and he like he's asking the nurse. It's like I need to know where's William, uh, whatever his last name is, and Whitney. Whitney. And she's like, "Oh, you'll have to go to the morgue. He died." And he's like, "No, I literally just watched you all like wheel him into this fucking hospital." What a good friend. Yeah, he's a real one. But also, I wish we had gotten more about their friendship because I it was kind of um. There's so much going on in this movie that I just. I forgot about Milo a lot. He would show up and I'd be like, oh, yeah, like he's a friend. Like, yeah, he has it, one friend. <laughs> it wasn't until the end that I feel it solidly just started to coalesce. Yeah. In every, yeah. In every sense. Right. Um, but um, Bill wakes up in the hospital and he, he kind of like hallucinates. He thinks he hears Blanchard, but like there's no one there. Um, but he like manages to escape and goes outside of his Jeep and he's like, I've got to go. And Milo's like, they're setting you up, dummy. Like, why do you think the Jeep is here? Like, this is clearly, like, a, a ruse. Like, do not leave here right now. Like, this is – you're going to go home. Like, obviously, they're waiting for you, dum-dum. And he fucking and called he's like, like, And Bill's like, no, I think – I don't think you're right. Like, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> I think he's still drugged and just kind of like – Oh, he's, he's very much he's like, still drugged. He's like, mm, I'll take my chances. So he gets in his he's, car and drives home. He was just like, Billy Boy's the winner. And he, like, peels off. <laughs> So he goes home. When he does get home, there is a huge party happening. Everybody's there. Everyone's dressed to the nines. Everyone's dressed to the like- nines. And he's fucking like those poles that like animal control use to like wrangle an animal from yes. a distance and like choke hold you. He's Around a- his neck. Yes. <sighs> um. So he So he gets there and they've got him and... Blanchard comes out too, who's alive. 
as well. Who's that was that was Elbrus too. He never died. He was alive the whole time. And they bring him out also with the little thing, the little uh, neck thing. And we learn from Doctor Cleveland, um, Billy's doctor, as well as like the the what's his face, the judge comes out too, and he's like the big, he's like the grand dame. It's like the Real Housewives of Potomac. He like comes down and he's like, yes, I'm here too. Um, we find out that they are not aliens. They're actually just like a different species of like creature, and like they basically just feed off of the poor which is demonstrated to us oh yeah first it's like it's very clear this is like what's gonna happen we get to see the whole process called shunting yeah uh, which was so so (laughs) spooky squad it gets we we can't describe how fucked up this is the payoff is good though it's a good fucking payoff oh yeah so you know it's like literally and they even say it's like the rich have always been like getting nourishment off poor fucks like you and they literally just start i wish they hadn't said that it 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 was we got the allegory it was a little bit too on the nose but like we feed off the poor it's like yeah (laughs) and then you know it's just like they're all again there's like for them it's all also very sexual because like they start and it's crazy like that blanchard lives so long through this process like his body is his body's melting and shit. Yeah, everyone and- like they take off their clothes first. Like they strip the the person, the 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 prey, and they also like kind of take their clothes off. And they start like kissing and like licking him, but then like he starts to melt, and then they start to like like their mouths form. fuse. They well, everyone fuse just melts into melts a into thing. a big thing, and they're all just like feeding off of him, but they're like also fucking and eating. It's yeah, <laughs> and then and then the parents, Billy's parents and sister. Who they're like, you're not one of us, blah, blah, blah. You know, so that's why we always... Yeah, you he's always, adopted, yeah. Yeah. And then the so <laughs> they um they get, like they start licking Blanchard, but then they look at each other and they run upstairs to go fuck. And then Billy Billy manages to get away because Clarissa is one of them, but has yeah. fallen in love with him and releases him. And he runs. he's trying to run away and ends up in the bedroom where the parents... Wait, and wait, s- wait. When he runs away, though, he runs directly into the crowd of people. It wasn't even okay. Like, okay, he he like, you, he's an idiot. He runs because <laughs> they're all around. He just runs into them, so it's like they they see you and they're like ah, and so he right. runs upstairs. I'm like Billy's an idiot. So <laughs> I'm sorry. They end up in like so, he, but he ends up in the parents' like sex room, and they're like. These people are like silly putty and they can turn into anything. Like the doctor's trying to catch him and he turns his head into a giant hand and then his yeah. hand can extend. And then so his mom is like, her legs are arms, like big muscly arms. And then the sister's head is like in the crotch. And then the dad's on all fours, but his face is where his asshole is. And he's like, hey, Billy, you're right. I am a butthead. <laughs> like, this is where the camp goes off. <laughs> it was amazing. I was dying because it was so, like... I thought it was well it done. It was so... Dis- it was so well... Like, the, the makeup is really good. And also, it was, like, really disturbing. It's, like... Oh, yeah. There's the incest. And then also, like... But you guys are all, like, one creature thing. And like, you guys are all, like, just, like... Truly one creature. And then, like... Yeah. Bi- and then <laughs> Billy... Billy challenges... Ted Ferguson. He's like, man, oh man, let's go. And I, they fucking let it happen because they're, you know, they're confident he's gonna die anyway. Oh, the judge also. Before we get that, wait, you have to talk about the judge shunting. The judge, like the big finale. Sh- the big finale <laughs> is that. 
I, he says some fucking dumbass one-liner and then shoves his hand on Blanchard's ass. Blanchard, by the way, is a melted puddle except for like his head, basically, and shoves yes. his hand up his ass and then shoves his hand through Blanchard's mouth. And then he starts like kind of like fusing to him through that route. And I mean, honestly, if, if this was one way to, to really like um, really promote fisting. Because yeah, this, this was actually him. what it was for. Yeah, <laughs> this is really like, um, you know, the American Association of Fisters, AF, as they're <laughs> actually called, like really was backing this movie. So yeah, so he like fists him, and then that's how he gets like eaten completely. But yeah, so he fights Ted Ferguson. So it's like, yeah, sure, we'll let them fight. Like you know, Ted Ted is like the best in the game. They're like. He's he's from the lineage of like Julius Caesar, so it's like oh, it's implied that this is like all rich, all oh, yeah. powerful people are a part of this species. Like this is this is this is a very far and wide thing. Ill, do you like so like Ronald Reagan was just fisting? Oh, dude, Ronald Reagan fists so many like so many poor people, poor people, like literally, yeah, <laughs> and figuratively. Talk about moist trickle down. <laughs> <laughs> So gross, Nancy. Nancy, bring in the bring in the boy. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, yeah. So they start to fight. Also, before this happened, though, there's also the scene when when Billy comes down after seeing his parents. We see like the the really awesome piece where like they're all like that gigantic. It's amorphous thing that's just like it's like human centipede if it wasn't surgical and they, yeah it was like, like it was hot it was kind of it reminded me of uh <laughs> the the engineer from hellraiser just kind of like this yeah fucking blob of looking thing flesh. yeah and then yeah we get the scene too is like we're all gonna watch a fight <laughs> and they all just slowly you only hear gurgling and unfusing but then like humans walk out and you're just like that's sickening because they were yeah, they're all like really like wet and sticky they're so um, wet yeah oh and while this is happening milo is like trying to like sneak in milo's around also didn't he drive there with the mom with the mom with course's mom, mom. Was there? yeah and who kept trying to eat I, his hair it was weird it, i i don't get it so um yeah so they're like okay we're gonna watch this fight so they start to fight and um ferguson is about to like shunt shunt him dude his Billy. little <laughs> Flappy yeah, mouth. He's like, he's like, yeah, his like mouth is like doing the little thing, but then Billy manages to like get his arm and like make him shunt himself. Dude. So he shunts. He BT holes him, man. So he like does it, and he basically is like pulled inside out. And you hear a woman say, "He's inside out." <laughs> I know that was so funny. It was like, yes, clearly. Yeah, he manages to like fold him inside out like a fucking shirt, and. <laughs> the the group is just like oh, well they they were know. stunned they were like we they were scared like truly oh, never yeah they, they were yeah they were terrified because billy stands up and they all start backing away from him and then that's yeah. when like Cl- clarissa you know was like trying to help him so she like runs over and then milo had stolen a cop's uniform so he could break into the party and he pulls out a gun now after <laughs> you know late in the game it's like we need to go and then the dad's like, you'll never get away with this. And then he just punches him in the face. And he's like, try me. Then they leave. And he's like, try me. 
And you are a butthead. And he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> you are a butthead. <laughs> 80s dialogue. Yeah. And they run out. They run out. Of the club. They hop yeah. in They hop in the Jeep and they just peel off. And that's, and that's <laughs> it, man. <laughs> it just ends like- There's a second one, right? I think I saw on Wikipedia. There's a second one. Um. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm trying to see the name of it. Yes, a sequel, Society 2, Body Modification, was in development with a script written by... Oh, I think it was in development. I don't know if it... Did it happen? It was in development, but I don't know if it actually was made. Huh. Okay. Um... Well, since it's... Yeah, Society was a success in Europe, but was shelved for three years before getting a release in the U.S. I think Europeans are more willing to accept the ideas that are in a movie. That's why, for example, Society did really well in Europe and in the U.S. did nothing, where it was a big joke. And I think it's because they respond to ideas in there. I was to- I was totally having fun with them, but they are there nonetheless. Okay. Interesting. Well, since the second one never happened, I guess we could maybe get greenlit to do it. But I would have yeah. to say, if we did it, how can we make it a black movie? How can we make it a black movie? Well, first they have to be black people. Yeah, and they're there not just—they're no not just in Rydell. They're not just in the Rydell High Gym Auditorium, the cafetorium, if you will, <laughs> the all-purpose room. Um, I would—I would say, hmm. See, it's it, this is one of those movies where it being all white actually. Is works. perfect because it's it's it makes because this is the commentary on wealth. It wouldn't make sense if it was a, a racially mixed space because it's like, well, no, they're rich white people. In a weird way, this movie is pretty woke in right in, in effect because it was all white and it wasn't trying to like. I think in a te- they made this today. There would be an attempt to like diversify it, and it's like, no. Well, if they should all be white, if this, Billy that was actually black, makes total sense. If Billy was yeah. black, that would that would fit. That would make sense if it was like, oh, Billy, like he moves, he and his family moves to his affluent community, this black family moves to his affluent community, and then they discover this and that they are at risk of being eaten by these people. That would actually be And it's kind of similar to the commentary you were saying when we were talking about like the Jewish funeral and how Mm -hmm. uh, Jewish people obviously still persecuted while finding success. Um, Yes. So then- um, I'm basically just saying that the Jewish kids and the black kids that would have a joint funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They team up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, the commentary is like even even money, money can't transcend race, ethnicity, culture. If you're just not – like he said in the movie, they're like, you have to be born into it. It's like you can never really be one of us unless you're born into it. Otherwise – you're you're just gonna be you know you're 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 uh, a victim to us, um, yeah. I think that would be really interesting having like a black family that moves into this community and discovers this things. I think you could do a lot of um, aside from the obvious commentary of like oh wealthy people eating the poor, um, kind of like upward mobility of blackness and like what that means and like reminding us like you know you can never truly be a part of this circle even though you get that money like you're you're still not mm-hmm. one of them and there's still those barriers and there's still you're you're still disposable to these people um i think it'd also be an interesting movie if 
what if it was um, actually an all black movie and it was like a commentary on like black wealth and how the ways in which a lot of times um, I know a lot of the commentary about like black liberation um, around like economic mobility. And I think that's bullshit. I don't think that in order to, to see the freedom of black people, we just need more black billionaires. Like that's, nonsense right. that just helps those people so i think it'd be interesting to see that kind of commentary of like this black elite and how even that can still mimic the same power structures as white elites and still feed off of other black people i think that would be an interesting movie too you know it would so yeah it would have to stay kind of an all-white movie or mm-hmm. then have to be all black to work because like you were mm-hmm. saying if, if you mixed it up then it loses loses the punch it loses the punch because then like then it becomes like uh you're then the implication is that like wealth is the great equalizer so like like that race doesn't play into class at all which is not true so it either has to be like a total black family coming to this all-white community or just all black people in this space but they're wealthy and the power dynamics are play out that way other way otherwise it's like yeah it just kind of loses the yeah the story but i this one needs to be remade i think this is a cool one that i think it's one that people don't know i think if you ask most people about society I've they don't never know never heard of this movie <laughs> i hadn't heard of it until like i think it was a year ago i heard it about someone mentioned it on a podcast and it was like a, it was a movie i was like oh i'm gonna watch this eventually and then when we came up with this theme i was like oh no we should watch it now because i definitely want to see this but um yeah, I think it's perfect for it because a like we said earlier, the message the message is always relevant, but also it, it's it's not popular enough that I think people would be upset by it being remade because it's you know yeah it's just well just add it add it to the list of the many remakes we have to work on. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, did you like this movie? I did. Um, I I think it ended very strongly. Like, the last, like, when it started getting fucking gross is when it's just, for me, like I said, it all came together. Not just Mm -hmm. plot-wise and story-wise, but I was like, oh, this, like, the pacing of the creepiness is all good. Everything, like, the payoff was good, like you said. It was, it was worth it. Because I was, I was very in the weeds, but, like... You can be in the weeds watching a movie and be like, oh, oh, cool, it comes together. But it was a little too much for me. And I was like, I was like, where the fuck is this going? But then it went. Yeah, I think I think it could have um, they could have edited it a little bit better. There was a there was some they could have trimmed the fat. I would have cut out the stuff with the mom. I would have probably cut out um, the debate stuff, I think, was. Yeah, it was it was could have. It could have just been a classmate that was in many scenes, so we knew this person wasn't like it, a visible person, like in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like oh, there was some stuff that just was not needed. But all in all, I also enjoyed it. I thought it was a is a cool one. I recommend this one only if, it, but not if you have a weak stomach. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or pretty, if you have a weak stomach, gross. and you're just like, oh god, I really need to throw up right now. Because yeah. I ate some bad Ew. tuna or something. Watch this. I just um, wandered onto the production side. And apparently in like the design of like the shunting, it was based on, well, Yuzna based it on his nightmares, but also it was inspired by the great <laughs> masturbator 
a dolly painting. It is very dolly. Yeah. I'm looking at the painting now. I'm like, oh, I see it. It's like a bunch of shit. The great. Why does Google not want me to look up great masturbator? It's art. Yeah. It's art, damn it. Sounds about right. That's exactly what the shunting looks like. <laughs> it is, right? Good to know that Dali's um, influence is, you know. And many, this many guy's nightmares. What the? This guy needs. Like, what, to... what kind of shit you dreaming of? <laughs> yeah. My nightmares are like zombie apocalypse. It's not this kind of bullshit. Right. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing I dream of is something new that will give nightmares to generations of people to come, you know? Yeah, so, no, my nightmares are pretty basic. They're like the same nightmares everyone has. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's like my teeth falling out. Like they're not, it's not really, I'm not really that special. Um, so yeah, damn, that was the end of um, New Year, New Me. It it took us a while to get through it because of, because of Sneak. We had some hiccups. <laughs> But I promise that things are going to kick. I'm excited about where we're going. We're we're on a great journey, and I'm really stoked to be on it with you, and you too, Spooky too. Squad. Yeah, this is this has been really fun. Um, next month is March Madness. We are focusing on movies that um, depict mental illness. Um, a lot of uh, I think a lot of space to talk about that because horror movies are notoriously bad at trying to handle mental illness in a responsible way. Um, but there's a lot, there are a lot of movies to pick from. Reach out to us. If you have suggestions, we've gotten some folks that reached out. Um, we're thinking movies like Psycho, Silence of the Lambs, Sixth Sense, Audition, Seven, all those mm. movies with people doing things because their brain told them to do it. Um, anything else? Nah, I think we're good. Just keep listening. Keep yeah. learning, subscribe, write reviews. Yes, please, please, please. Even if the review is like one word, it's like good. Like, that's fine. Like, just write something because we need it. Because, like <laughs> I said, we were trying to, like, we're trying to beat those other fucking losers called We Die First. But we will uh, talk to you guys later. Peace out, spooky squad. Bye. Bye. Don't get fisted. Don't get fisted. Unless you want no. to. Don't get Unless fi- you want to. Don't get fisted and then die. <laughs> don't like have some boundaries. Don't let the fists go all the way. Yeah, the if, way if you if you're with someone that is looking to fist you so their hand physically can wave out your mouth, get a new partner. If you're gonna fist with someone who wants to make you into a puppet, a hand puppet. Dude, human ass puppet. <laughs> Like, <laughs> reconsider. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>